And I just want to say the more that you share your good, it is amplified and it adds more of that energy into the world, literally into planet Earth, like this realm. So if you've got something good in your heart that is calling you, share it. Hello, welcome to Lunar Living. We are two sisters sharing our journey of life and motherhood. Join us as we explore our spiritual roots, tuning in with our bodies and the pulse of nature's intelligence. Let's get real with it as we laugh, cry, and grow through this life together. We are your co-hosts, Sarai Irie and Jordan Ariel. here in the month of Adar and it's it's the first month of Adar we get two of them this year it's the month of joy and yeah we're here to cultivate some joy I know you know it's been a a hard time for a lot of people right now and for for some of us joy might seem like you know not the top thing on your to-do list or maybe even like it's not a good thing to feel joy right now but we're here to tell you that Mm. you know there's actually a a lot of um a lot of wise spiritual teachers who believe otherwise that you know when there is suffering in the world or you know if things are are hard, then that's the time that is the most important to to cultivate that joy. And that's the thing mm-hmm. about about a darts um, that makes it different than like a horoscope or something where you're like looking at the stars and being like, "This is the energy that you're probably feeling right now." Yeah, the, based the, on like the way that the moon and the stars are positioned for this very unique moment that the Hebrew calendar is consistent in bringing these themes about each year. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, so it's actually kind of broken down more in like, these are the elements to a fulfilled spiritual, you know, life of, you know, being a whole person. And so some of our months are, you know, we had like the, we, we had, um, which, Nissan or no which no no no, no. which one we we, we had an anger anger was yeah it was Tevet Tevet yeah. yeah so you know some months are focused on like we're on different human emotions and they're like to cultivate those and be aware of them even in times where that might not be what you're feeling and and it is also synced up with the stars and the planets and all of that mm-hmm. in that like this is a time that it's important to cultivate these yeah, not Thanks. lose sight of it, mm-hmm. um, especially with everything going on. And that's not us to say to, like, bypass, you know, the difficult emotions and difficult even collective experiences that are happening. Those must be felt. And then us to go, I, I insist, you know, on finding whatever joy that I can because when you are joyful, you amplify that within the collective. And it's really a healing 
element and a healing emotion for yourself and also for others, those who are suffering. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I was, I was watching, um, I was watching a, a discussion with, um, you know, one of my like spiritual teachers who I really appreciate. And he mm-hmm. was saying like, you know, and I've heard this before too. It's like, yeah. I mean, like when you are in a state of like despair over somebody else's struggles, like, is that helping them? Right. You know, I mean, like, yes, there is reason for those feelings, but like what's important is like to acknowledge them. And so what he actually said was, um, okay, every day he was responding to somebody who's like consumed by like all the tragedies and and grief going on in the world right now. And he's like, every day I want you to turn on the news and watch all the horrible things that are going on and get really upset and lean into it and just feel all the anger and pain and devastation. And then you're going to turn it off and you're going to say, okay, now I'm going to live like my beautiful blessed life Mm -hmm. for them. Right. And for, you know, like they don't want me to be here suffering too. Like there, it's actually like we, when we elevate the ourselves, we're also elevating the collective consciousness. And it's like, it doesn't mean to turn a blind eye. It doesn't mean don't be aware of what's going on or like see something horrible and be like, hooray, I, I need to feel joy right now. Like you're not supposed to feel joy when you see horrible other, I mean, other, but also like everyone, we are all each other. So when another human is suffering, we suffer. Yeah. And that's good. I mean, that's the way that we're wired and the way that we should be. Like, you should feel that. Yeah. I, oh, go ahead. Also, I just, I just wanted to say this real quick that, you know, this like was being said to somebody who, um, can like I I think that it was directed to this person specifically because you know the guy who was talking about that can handle 10 minutes a day of watching the news I personally can't yeah me neither um I'm like maybe someday I will become so emotionally resilient that I'll be able to do that but really like I see like one traumatizing thing like a month ago and it's like I Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know yeah it it sticks and in a way where I'm working on like being better about that and I'm just what what I've done is like I don't watch the news and I've been kind of staying away from social media recently and it's not that I don't want to be informed actually you know my my father-in-law is a reporter and he works for the news you know and he um is he's he's really a person who values like truth Yes. Above all else. Like he's very, I mean, like everybody, I guess, has biases, but like he really values unbiased news. Like that's very, very important to him. And he looks at every side of every situation and tries to be like, he's very grounded. And, um, you know. Yeah. And he's very spiritually like connected as well. He Like he has his faith. So I feel like anytime that he's looking at something, he's like, what does God want me to take from this? Yeah. Yeah. He does. And, and also like, you know, but I, I really feel like he's like not a dogmatic person. So I, I like for me personally, what I did was I told him like, (laughs) I'm staying away from the news right now. If there's 
something going on that I need to know about, please tell me. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's like I, you know, call me up and be like, hey, this is going on and you guys need to know about her. He'll call Jordan or whatever. And also, so I feel yeah. like I'm staying informed in that way. And also I just trust that like whatever information I need to hear is going to make its way to me without mm-hmm. me choosing to step into. Yeah. And this is a topic that I could probably go on this whole episode about, like given the fact that there is so much media and so much that we're seeing all the time that it's like almost like you're constantly getting bombarded with information and oftentimes it's not accurate it's propaganda it's meant to hurt you and pull on your heart and make you feel these like really hard things that it like takes away your ability to function Mm -hmm. it's disempowering and so at some point you got to look at it and be like, what, what is this? How is this affecting me really? Mm-hmm. Because we, we build outward from like our inner home and, um, and it is important to, to feel and be aware of, of everything. And at the same time, the number one most important awareness that you must have is self-awareness. Because if you don't have self-awareness, then you're just going to be getting pulled whichever way that someone who wrote some article or has some agenda is. Or made a post that has like, right? you know, it's like literally like a tiny little blurb with no sources right. most often. And well, it has like, you know, just it's 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 so intense or with really triggering like visuals and things like that and so oh, oh, I like I'm just like I yeah anyways <laughs> yeah so I mean I guess that's all of that is to say is like establishing that um this this time is about transmuting and so you know Sarah and I are also talking about stuff that is affecting us like the stuff in the world that like is making us feel big feelings that are you know not always joyful and it's not that I like I'm a pretty happy person and I've already like moved you know a lot of of energy to like be like okay you know it's I need to live my life and I need to like do what's best for my family and my children because ultimately that's what's going to be best for the world because it's it's more important that I raise well-rounded balanced children than like them have like a mom who's like you know yeah walking in circles in despair around the house (laughs) you know it's very true instead I'm focusing on my kids and yeah and all that so even with all of that too like going on in the world but like I had a wonderful weekend I went to one of my best friends bachelorette parties and it was so great and so much joy over that weekend we're in like our little bubble and then I came home and I just got like this wave I don't even know how it happened but just like this like cloud and it was actually raining it really went with the seasons um and all of these old wounds and all this old like um, mental chatter and these mean voices like just were like we're here and big and powerful when I have like put so much time and energy into amplifying the voices of light 
And so it was, it was really challenging and has been, I'm like still in a raw place about that as well. So even, you know, if you're not watching the news or whatever, like however you're feeling in it, in any times of despair, this is important information to tap back into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my family is going through some big changes right now too. And yeah. You know, I'm not going to get into that too much, but there's, you know, there, yeah, like everybody's, everybody's going through their own thing and there are big shifts going on right now. And, and this time is all about transmuting mm-hmm. the hard stuff Yeah, and like cultivating and cre- I feel like cultivating is like a big word in our podcast right now that we keep coming back to, yeah. but Really, um, you know, we're in this time of cultivating joy and, you know, in different ways that work for you. So on that note, Sarai just told me today that um, At The Well released a quiz about joy and Adar and like, you know, and, and finding your joy, your joy type. That's so cool because I actually wasn't even aware that there were different joy types. It's a super quick quiz. If you have an Instagram, you can go to at the well and find it at their link in bio, or you can even just Google search at the well. It's like the first thing that comes up if you're curious to find out your joy type. But Jordan and I went ahead and took the quiz. We don't know each other's results. Um, So we're going to share them with each other and you guys. Yeah. So also, I guess it's like, it's a joy type for like, for right now, for where you're at now, because right. like it could be different it's at different changing. points in your yeah. life, right? But okay, so let's hear yours, Sarai. Oh my goodness. Okay, this is one I actually haven't seen. Like now that I read it, I'm like, okay, that's familiar. But it says, You are seeking Ditsa, blissful joy. Ditsa, Ditsa. That just <laughs> makes me feel a little happier reading that word. <laughs> or is it Ditsa? Ditsa, probably. I'm like, Ditsa. Hee <laughs> <laughs> hee, silly girl. I'm really like loving tapping into silly girl energy lately. Oh, good. That, Which, it's the time of year <laughs> to do that. Okay, it says, your soul is nourished by the wonders of the world around you. In Hebrew, this type of joy is known as Ditsa. Yeah, D-I-T-Z-A, pronounced Ditsa. Whether it's a breathtaking sunset or the serene beauty of a forest, you find true happiness in connecting with nature. Damn. Your joy is found in the awe-inspiring beauty of the world. It might not feel easy right now, but we'll be in touch over the next several weeks with simple practices that can make Ditsa a more regular part of your life. Which is cool, too. They send you prompts after you take the quiz. They send you things that are tailored to where you're at to help you find more joy. So shout out at the well. We love you guys. Mm -hmm. Okay, Jordan. I want to hear yours. Okay. So I I am seeking Simcha, which is outward joy. And um, it's funny because I'm like, Okay. Anyway, I'll read it and then I'll, and then I will comment. Your spirit thrives in the company of others and you find happiness in celebrations, gatherings, and lively events. In Hebrew, this type of joy is known as simcha. You are 
You are drawn to joy that is expressed outwardly. Your joy is contagious, spreading positivity to those around you. It might not feel easy right now, but we'll be in touch over the next several weeks with simple practices that can make Simcha a more regular part of your life. So, yay. Yay. Um, yeah, it's interesting because I feel like normally that is my joy type, but I am feeling this like need to draw inward mm. right now. But also... I don't know. Maybe I should lean into the Simha anyway. I think that it's both. But what were you going to say? Maybe um, the prompt will be more accurate to you and reach you at a time that it's going to be really healing. Mm, That's true. Yeah, because also they said it may not be easy right now. But, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Because I do. I mean, I just like I'm always like having the whole family over like Mm -hmm. doing like I'm such a party planner and I'm like what it's somebody's birthday time to throw a party like it's somebody's whatever like it's like my husband's birthday and you're like let's throw him a surprise party and I'm like good idea (laughs) so I do love that I do love that also I really do have this like needing to draw inward because I feel like my home is out of order for like Mm. what I want it to be. Like also, I mean, like maybe I don't even need to think that it's out of order. I'm totally going on like a whole little musing right now, but (laughs) we love your musings. Um, it's like, is it, I, I think that I have really, high ambitions and big dreams and it's hard for me to actually make them happen a lot of times because I'm so focused on meeting everyone else's needs Mm. like I I going beyond just like my immediate family and like my kids my kids being my immediate family but stretching out to like my parents and my siblings and I'm like you know, yeah. like people are having a hard moment. They're like, let me call Jojo. Like, yeah, you know, she'll know what to do or like, totally. and, and so I'm like there and it's good. Maybe I just need my time. I just need to like lean into like time is stretchy and I have time for all of my loved ones and to have a micro homestead, which is what I want to do. Like, I really am like, I, I started making sourdough. And like, I want to hear more about that, (laughs) your sourdough journey. So it's just, I'm in the very beginnings of my sourdough journey right now. I, um, I made a starter and I mean, sourdough is like, so like, it's so complicated and there's so much and there's so much to go into it, but really it's very simple. All you need is water, flour, and salt. Hmm. And It's just that it like takes time and you have to like learn how to like work with it. And it's like because it you're you're going with like a living culture. Right. So you have to like do like kind of a routine with it. Right. Yes. Yeah. So I feel like the focus of that can be a lot like I'm just trying to like get my own self care and like 
taking care of my family in an orderly fashion. But also, I don't know, maybe I just need to accept that I'm not that kind of person and just like love myself Mm. instead of being like, I don't have a morning routine. I don't have a morning routine. I don't have a morning routine. You know, it's like maybe I should just like be like, all right, this is me. Like I feel happiest when I and then I actually end up like putting together some sort of routine like it naturally happens when I'm not trying to force myself to be a way I'm not yeah and maybe the sourdough is like kind of a good exercise with that consistency it is it's also forgiving like you don't have to be like super mathematical but I'm reading I actually I ordered a book on sourdough (laughs) called the sourdough whisperer and I've been like (laughs) you know reading it and one thing she says is like if you are not exactly on time like you don't need to set alarms and stuff sourdough starters can't tell time (laughs) oh that's cool it's basically like it's a culture and you need to like feed it every day and you know whatever but um and that's there's also like what I'm kind of like discovering too because I was I've been like I I want to like start a micro homestead I want to get into permaculture and like create a little ecosystem like where we're like creating our own food and like sustaining ourselves to some extent, like even if it's just like to buy less stuff from the grocery store, if it's like to, you know, be like, I want to do it for like environmental reasons for like the planet. And I want to do it for health reasons for my family and for budgetary reasons. And honestly, like I want to make money doing it too. Like I want to make my home like, I want to invest into our family to yeah. where our, like, just taking care of ourselves ends up bringing in, you know, more abundance. So that's, that's the, you know, and permaculture is like when you're creating ecosystems in like, you know, it, it's gardening. It's like creating ecosystems in your garden where like you companion plant, put things together that, you know, if you like plant garlic next to your tomatoes, it keeps away the kinds of bugs that try and get tomatoes. And so, so then cool. you don't need to do like pesticides or whatever. Like, so there's that kind of thing. And also like water systems and, you know, and then food and eventually you get chickens and the chickens make fertilizer for the garden and whatever but I don't have a yard right now I live in an apartment Mm -hmm. but what I've been reading up about a lot is like just like start where you are and learn how to do the things that you can do where you are and then you'll know how to do those things when you get into (laughs) a bigger space and so I've been thinking about like growing in the pot that I'm in you know, like I'm a little sproutling right now and I need to like establish my roots in this pot before I can be transplanted into a bigger pot or into the ground. Right. You know? Well, that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I would love to start doing that too. Yeah, well, the things that I was reading too, like a couple of the different guides said like step one, start with sourdough. And it didn't really say why, but I'm starting to understand why now that I'm doing it. That's amazing. I was wanting to get chickens in our yard because we eat a lot of eggs and because I think it would be cool. 
but I realized like what a process that was and how much space they'll need. And I look in the backyard at like my garden area where I have a tomato plant that is like not really thriving. And I'm like, I can't get chickens if I can't like keep this tomato plant, this one plant alive, you know? So I'm like, I feel like I need to rework my backyard garden situation before I go there. But maybe starting with sourdough would be an inspirational place to. Yeah, I can give you some of my starter and you can mm-hmm. and we can have like a little family starter unless you wanted to do it yourself. Yeah, no, that's way. cool. I'm super down. And um, also, you keep a human being alive. I think you could keep some chickens alive. Oh, yeah, true, true. <laughs> I feel like gardening is like a different type of It's thing. like a different language. Yeah, I was thinking about like getting an app to like read my tomato plant. But then the very like intuitive part of me is like, I don't need an app. I just need to sit and look at it and ask it what it needs. And I haven't done that. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to try that first. But actually, intuitively, I got this earlier when I was looking at it. I was like, it needs a different pot. It needs a different pot. It needs a bigger pot. It hasn't produced anything, but it's had like lots of little flowers. And so now this is on my radar more. What if you stick it in the ground? So I would need to take down this deck that we have and it's it's pretty rotted but it's still standing and doesn't look horrible Mm. um because unless I bought like a little fencing and put it in the corner or told my mother-in-law to fire the gardener (laughs) because I like put some um wildflowers nasturtium in like a corner of the yard like a corner of the grass but it was like off to the side And he literally is so disrespectful. I really fucking am like, what the fuck? (laughs) Um, He like mowed over it. All the flowers, like live flowers, like mowed over them. Like, I don't know if he thought there's some invasive flowers or something. I know I should have like maybe said something. But it's like he'll also like just mow over like a ball that's like in the middle of the grass and I'm like you couldn't have like kicked that out of the way now it's covered in grass flakes you know Mm. just like little things where I'm like come on dude Mm. like are you not getting paid enough or something I don't know Mm. anyways not not to bring in my like yuck right now but (sighs) well yeah I mean I don't know maybe he's just like mows lots and lots of grass and does lots of yards and he's just like on autopilot yeah, probably. He's probably like thinking about like I'm all taking it personal. <laughs> He's probably just like in his head thinking about other things. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I feel like if you plan something that maybe I feel you like could I, just talk to him and be like, "Hey." Yeah, I either need to form a relationship <laughs> with him or just garden myself. You know, I'm like mm-hmm. I want to have a garden, but we have a gardener. Yeah, but you guys are on this journey with me, so we'll see what happens. I might come back one week and be like, you guys, I'm a gardener. Yeah. And I would wear she that might be, badge she might be a, proudly. A chicken owner. She might be a crazy chicken lady. I have chickens on my vision board, so. I want chickens, too, but I definitely can't have chickens in my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want chickens in my apartment. Yeah, no, you do not. But I have thought about getting quail on my patio. Mm-hmm. there's there's the whole thing about quail too where like you can 
do um they actually like living in really small confined areas and they don't like they don't want to free range you're not like chickens need to free range mm-hmm. quail apparently like if you put them out like to free range they quickly find a bush to hide in they're like no. <laughs> that's kind of cute they don't want to be out in the open so you can literally get a rabbit hutch and keep your quail in it so oh, you cool. could keep them inside but they smell so it's better to keep them outside. if a quail is your spirit animal lms Remember LMS? No. Like my status. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they you can get quail that lay like blue eggs. And then I could have like a bunch of little teeny tiny blue eggs. And they're higher protein per... Have you tried quail eggs? Yeah, like they have them in like... That's Are you what a they, fan? Do they taste yummy? They taste like eggs. Like oh, like normal? Just, I mean, I think so. I've only had them like... I've had them on things like, like in usually like asian dishes yeah yeah because they have like you know that's they, cool they put them in oyster shooters which i haven't had an oyster shooter in a long time because i don't use shellfish anymore but they also put them like i've had them on like mini burgers like sliders or whatever before oh that's cool with quail eggs on them yeah it's kind of, it's like a cute little thing yeah i was just wondering because um i feel like some eggs might taste more like irony or sulfuric. Yeah, true. I don't I don't know. I don't remember the quail eggs having like a very like distinctly different than chicken eggs flavor. Then I might be into them. Yeah. So I mean yeah. it is like it would take a lot more of them to make an omelet though. <laughs> That's for sure. You just they're like cracking a bunch of little teeny tiny eggs. It's like Easter. Like. Oh my gosh. Already like the twins. I was like like I was telling you earlier, the twins are eating three eggs each. Like in the they're morning. Growing boys. They're, they're growing like boys. they're one year old. They're thirteen months and they're like I was like, Okay, I'm gonna make one egg for the twins. Like that's what I was doing, but then they started being like give me more you know basically so I started being like okay I'm gonna give them one egg each but then like they're still hungry they're like the very hungry caterpillar (laughs) yeah they're going through growth spur or something they are so yeah the other day I made eggs and they each ate three eggs so then I just kind of started giving them three eggs each and they like they will eat three eggs each that's insane and like they're full after but they'll eat three eggs each yeah dude we go through lots of eggs as well. That's like breakfast every day for us. Mm, eggs. Yeah. yeah. I need eggs. Mm. need to go grocery shopping. Farmer's market. Um, yeah. Also have not been like a big, like I've always been like, or more in more recent years been like, I want to be like a farmer's market person who gets all of my groceries at the farmer's market you inspired me with your rug she had a rug in her kitchen like three years ago four years ago no it was like two years ago no it was before zeke was born it was in that apartment though i know okay well he's like two and a half oh my gosh yeah okay how the time flies Mm -hmm. anyways it said farmer's market and you were like i don't really go to the farmer's market that much but i just got this to remind me to go to the farmer's market (laughs) And I thought that was so cool. And I was like, oh, yeah, like that's an option. And uh, yeah, so I've been going probably every other week. I want to go back and I'll get like just some essential things there like eggs, honey, bread. 
But once I start eating your bread or making making bread, then that will decrease. And it's really great to buy there, but it is it's pretty expensive. I'm like part of my like what what is it like? I'm high maintenance, but like I don't want coach bags. I want to buy all of my produce from the like local organic stand at the farmer's market and get like pasture raised beef from the farm an hour away and yeah all of that that's like my my high maintenance and by like organic cotton clothing yeah that's my dream no for sure me too me too and it's like you know there's this like shame around getting and I was talking to one of the girls at the bachelorette party this weekend too about like you know, shame around money and like, uh, like having money is like not a good thing because like money sucks and people do bad things for money or whatever. But like, I'm like, you know, if only the like people who don't give a crap about the world are the ones who are pursuing money because money is bad and money is dirty or whatever, then like, we're not going to live in a very nice world because money is neutral. Yeah. It becomes an amplification. It becomes an amplification of the whoever's using it. Basically with more money, you just have more energetic power to influence. Mm -hmm. So I think that money is great because I'm great. Yeah. And I would use it for good. And I think that, yeah, there's a lot of programming around money that needs to be undone that I'm working on undoing. I know a lot of people are, so... Yeah, if you're listening to this right now, you are worthy of great wealth and abundance. Yes. And, you know, and you deserve to vote with your dollars for companies that you believe in. Absolutely. You are worthy. And you don't have to work hard or give up your life to have a lot of money. Money responds to energy, So what I realized recently that was a big eye opener for me was that I was like, my reservoir is not very big. My energetic reservoir for how much money I'm willing to hold is not very big. And yes, because this is due to programming, maybe the way I was raised, maybe my my Mm self-worth, actually for sure my self-worth and what I feel like I deserve. And so it takes actually rewiring your mind and your energy having a different frequency towards money and opening that reservoir and expanding it and making it fun and not stressful like do you want to be in a relationship with someone who's like constantly like stressed out about you like no you want to be in a relationship with someone who's like having fun with you Mm-hmm. and wants more you know like mm, yum yeah so it is but not in like a greedy possessive way right right like same thing with like relationship like use if you're talking about like being in relationship right as being like an analogy for money there is that like you know if somebody is like really like no you're mine I don't want to share you with anyone like there's sort of like I, wa- I want to have friends like well, you right know? and then the energy money it's not going to keep coming yeah to you it's not it's not going to come back once you spend it like in stuff or you'll only have like a small reservoir because money doesn't want to be around you because you're mean to it right so it's like be nice 
Yeah. And <laughs> and we're all worthy of it. It's our literal birthright. We can have as much as we allow ourselves to. Mm-hmm. And there have been many great teachers that have brought these mindsets to me. I'll shout a couple out in case you guys want to look into them. Um, one of them is Ali Ninfo and the other one is Manifestation Babe. Ali Ninfo is more like on the spiritual aspect of pretty much everything. She's really awesome. Manifestation Babe is like all about that dollar. Um, but they're both amazing inspirational ladies whom I love. And um, I also like the manifestation mindset. So you can find any of these wonderful ladies on Instagram. That's our main medium. Um, but on the note of Instagram, I actually have been showing up a lot more. I also made a TikTok, um, <laughs> which I hadn't for years, but um, I posted on Instagram this thing because I was talking with my husband on a road trip about um, what we actually were talking about in the beginning of the episode. And I was just talking about like the narrative and the news and how everything is pushed and like my spiritual mindset on that. But it was really just channeled and I'm having a hard time to even repeat it right now. I'm not even really going to try because I was like in such a state where I was just channeling this wisdom Mm -hmm. and I was so moved by it that I posted on my story. I was like, not me out here yelling channeled wisdom at my husband and then crying after because it's so beautiful to be a part of this and just feel it all. I'm a big feeler. And I had someone comment back and she was like, she was like, what is channeled wisdom? What do you mean by that? And I was like, oh, hmm. you know, but all of, the answer came so easily to me that I wanted to share it. Um, So I was like, are you ever having a conversation and you're talking and saying really profound things and you're like, I don't even know where that came from. That's channeled wisdom and it's pulled from a space beyond the mind. And so we all have times like this where like, you know, someone's going through a breakup and you show up and you just surrender not even thinking really and say exactly everything perfect, not even necessarily what they need to hear, but it is what they need to hear because it's the truth. But in like such a gentle and loving way, it just comes and flows through and so beautiful. And um, so she said, yeah, I have that happen a lot, but didn't know what it was named. I had just named it in that moment. (laughs) Um, But I have been way more intuitive. I've been having premonitions and dreams and stuff where I'm like, okay, I'm exercising this muscle. So I got into that a little bit. She was like, um, I generally tend to forget these moments. Do you remember them easily? And I said, not really. They come through me in moments of remembrance with an eye, like a third eye. Mm -hmm. That's why I call it channeling. It's like you attune your receptivity to a heightened frequency, high vibe, to receive and transmit the wisdom, kind of like a radio. Um, And then she said, is it something you had to practice a lot before actually channeling or is it easy to do? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, to me, it kind of did make me chuckle a little bit because I'm like, I never like 
like the times that I had before I started strengthening this muscle, I never was like trying to do it. Mm -hmm. It just came through me and I was like, whoa, whoa, what happened? I went ahead to tell her, the more you do it, the easier it becomes to tap into that space, like exercising and strengthening a muscle. Most times it first happens by chance, moments of synchronicity, serendipity, when you're making art and get totally lost in it, etc. When you notice it more, it can become a skill that you sharpen and a state that you attune your awareness to. I believe that absolutely everyone is intuitive and the more attuned one becomes to their own intuition, the more, quote, psychic they become. I don't really love the word psychic, so I usually just say intuitive. Um, and the reason, I don't know, I feel like psychic has an inclination of some, it's probably a historical thing, but some like type of like, there's two things that are coming to me right now, actually, like some fraudulent C mm-hmm. and also some like, this is, I have this and you don't like I'm gifted mm-hmm. and really we are all intuitive. Um, I w- continued and said our ability to tap into the well of infinite love and wisdom that lives within us is often blocked by our programming by society and even our parents. When we are children, we become aware of this. Now, when we become aware of this, we can undo whatever programming is holding us back from connecting with our true power and ultimately our destiny. And so I believe that everybody, I mean, I, I know that everybody is able to be an intuitive or a psychic or connect to this. We all are naturally. Like people are like, oh, we were vibing. It's like, what do you think you were feeling? Mm-hmm. That was the unseen. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the more that you attune your radio, your receptivity, which is your consciousness to that unseen, the more that you'll see it and the more that it'll make sense, the more fluent you become in it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I I feel you on all of that. And I feel, yeah, it just, it brings to mind this idea of, it's actually um, a Hasidic teaching that you know and it's it's like it's jewish mysticism so like hasidus and um kabbalah have a lot of like overlap and there's like Mm -hmm. you know um but it's all like some form like jewish mysticism and they're all you know but anyway the the concept is devekut or devekus like depending Mm. on the dialect you're speaking but devekut is like um it it's it's bigger than but really it means awareness Mm -hmm. and so and that's like the first step in any kind of transformation or growth is to vacuits and to become yeah just to become aware and so you know and if you look at like you know I'm a yoga teacher too like and that's so you know just becoming aware tuning in like with your breath, your body, like these things that like what, mm. whatever it is, if, if it's something that you're trying. So you're talking about specifically um, channeling wisdom. Right. Right. And so and the, the girl was asking you. So just to kind of like reiterate in a different way that ties in with like this mysticism and this wisdom is that 
if you if you are trying to cultivate being able to like that that channeling wisdom muscle the first thing that you do is you become aware mm-hmm. and that's what you're talking about yeah just awareness in the moments where that's happening mm-hmm. and just noticing without judgment without pressure this is happening and also without attachment mm-hmm. to that because when that happens you don't go like wow i came up with this like it's undeniable when it happens that you're like that was light that was pure like source speaking through me yeah also sometimes when you're like oh I'm doing it I'm channeling it then it's gone it's like (laughs) it's almost like it's 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 like don't get too excited (laughs) right it's it's a calm awareness it's It's like yeah but as soon as you go I'm doing it I'm channeling you try and grab it yeah it's like like it slips right out of your fingers because it's not something you can grab or hold. Well, and you're you're like introducing your ego into the situation in a way right. where you're like, I'm even you me know. rereading this. I was not as connected as I was when I initially had typed it, but I just wanted to share it anyways because she specifically asked me to share it in an Instagram post, which I'll probably end up doing. But she was like, I keep going back to this chat and reading it. Can you just post it? And also, I was like, Thank you, like for me I was like you know like it's worthy for me to share my channeled wisdom instead of you know kind of it's like a a thing about me and my in my journey yeah of being this vessel that is here to spread light and to share whatever comes through me with my intention of it being light and betterment of humanity that's why I'm here at this podcast. That's mm-hmm. why I'm showing up online and reading my poetry and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it comes through not only in channeling wisdom, it comes through it, all artists know this. Any place, like if you've seen Soul, the movie, they're like, I'm jazzing. You know, that's what they call it. It's like any I'm creative, in the zone. The zone, yeah. Any creative outlet, like you you are connecting to something bigger. And mm-hmm. what you're doing is making like the unseen and the quote unknown known and bringing it into physicality. Like our minds are antennas for it and they can be sensitive or not. But the more sensitive, the more that you can use your body, which is the tool to bring things into physicality. Mm-hmm. So it's like. And there's there's also like, you know, I don't want to say being too sensitive because there's no such thing as being too sensitive, but there is like, you know, if, and if people tell you you're too sensitive, then that is where you should be looking for your superpower. If people tell you you're too anything, like it's a coin. And on the flip side of that, like greatest challenge is going to be your greatest strength. Mm, It's your asset. Mm -hmm. And the people who are saying that are afraid of their feelings. Oftentimes (laughs) they're like, ah, you're feeling, stop it. You know, and it's like, so, yeah, but the, the sensitivity, like you can, you know, if you learn how to work with it Mm -hmm. and how to hone it and how like, okay, this is a gift for me personally, how can I use Mm -hmm. this gift in a way that feels comfortable in my body? Because some people are like, they're 
oversensitive and they Mm -hmm. feel like they're oversensitive because they're getting all of this input and all of these like you know the emotions of the people around them or like they're picking up on things and it's getting amplified so huge but they're like might be a lot of things being amplified at the same time and it's sensory overload and they're overwhelmed so learning to really attune with your breath you know to um to become more aware Mm -hmm. becoming more aware also allowing it to be okay it doesn't need to be like oh no oh no a sensitive moment's coming it could be like okay here it comes yeah and and feeling through that I think also when your antenna when your receptivity to things like you might be considered an empath blah 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 whatever um it can be a lot and very overstimulating, but channeling helps. And channeling is also a word that I feel like has some taboo to it. But really what it is, is you're taking the energy and literally being a channel for it, like a river, you know, like you're channeling it into something else. And then the energy has somewhere to go instead of just like, like inside of your body. It can like move through and be released. Oh my gosh. What? That reminds me. Yesterday, Zeke was, <laughs> Zeke is two and a half. He's on the toilet and he was pooping and he told Jordan. <laughs> he's oh like, dad, dad, I'm, I'm taking all this energy and I'm turning it into poop. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm turning it into poop, Dad. All the energy is turning into poop. Like he said it over and over again. And he was like, he's just like, you are your mother's child. <laughs> that is amazing. He was asking me about food. <laughs> he was at, like, the reason why that came up was because he was asking me about his food. His like his his auntie had told him like yeah you know you got to eat food for energy and it travels down your esophagus and into your stomach and mm-hmm. and then he told me like mom where does it go after your stomach yeah. <laughs> and I was like well it it turns into energy and it goes to you know and and nutrients and helps it goes everywhere in your body all to your fingertips and your eyes and your brain and your body like sends all the proper nutrients to the proper place to help you be strong and wise Mm. and thank you body and all these things and he was like but where does it go (laughs) and I was like well yeah it goes to that and then what you don't need anymore the parts of it that that you know you don't need come out as poop they turn into your poop and he was like oh okay that's so funny then he told Jordan that he's like celebrating he was he was so proud of himself for taking all that energy and turning it into that's actually amazing oh my gosh I'm like yes like (laughs) let's encourage this I'm gonna teach Jamie that too I used to when he was a baby Because I was, like, really, I mean, was, am, like, really big on positive affirmations. 
And so he was like a newborn and I would be like, you're so creative. Look, you took all that milk and made it into poop. You made poop. You're so creative. <laughs> I remember you doing that. I thought about that actually when Zeke was saying when he was like, <laughs> I'm like, you created poop. And like, then he would do a different movement. And I'd be like, you created a movement with your <laughs> arm. You're so creative because it's true. Like we are all creation. And yeah. so we're constantly being creative. Right now I'm creating sound with my voice. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, so that what you just said reminded me of that um, fun little memory. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I do just want to also say though for like channeling or opening yourself up to like receiving wisdom and creativity beyond the mind beyond this physical selves that we each have there are ways that like I do connect to it like um one way that people can do is meditation which is one that I would like to look into more and do more of but sometimes I'll feel my vibe heightening and I will literally be like vibrate higher vibrate higher vibrate higher and then I will because Mm. I'm telling my mind like what frequencies to like to heighten my frequency heighten my frequency and then I will and I'll like attune myself to frequency that way Mm -hmm. and um and that's a fun one sometimes it's like movement if I'm feeling really like uncomfortable and stucky then I'll like get movement just free non-judgmental movement like every movement I'm like I love that so much I love that movement for me because like God seeing me doing this movement is just amazing and like I am experiencing it and that movement was beautiful and that singing I'll be like no matter what pitch or tune it's at like that is so beautiful that is so wow I love her sometimes I'll even think when I'm singing like and this might sound bleak, but I don't mean it in that way at all. But I'll be like, this is like, imagine it's the end of my life. And all that I can hear in this moment is this sound. And I'll like, just listen to myself singing from that awareness. And it's like the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So try that out. <laughs> yeah. Some little tips and tricks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what you're saying about like the the vibrate higher thing too. I think that like people, everybody might even have like different language of things that like resonate for them okay. for that. And I I know like a few different Kabbalistic meditations mm. as well that are like talking about like because there's like teachings on like the different levels of like reality that there's like different mm. layers and they totally. each have like numbers associated with them and all this, like it gets very mathematical actually, but, but it basically simplified is exactly what you just said, mm. Mm. you know? And it's, it's a very mellow, like I want to say it's not forceful at all. It's not like vibrate higher, you know, it's like definitely, it's a welcoming, it's a welcoming and almost like even like with pleasure, you can do this. Like, Cause I found Mm. myself like having like, 
intimacy and being like, okay, that's it. That's it. But I was listening to a podcast and it was like, when it feels like that's it, this is as much pleasure as my body can take. Just like be like, I'm worthy of more. And like, I've had some crazy, like almost transcendental experiences from that. Like you can probably do it in other creative endeavors because that's a creative endeavor, but, um, you can probably do it with like maybe music, you know, and you're Mm -hmm. like in, in that stay in the zone as they say in soul and just be like more 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 you know yeah in that welcoming energy yes that love like yes and more please yes (laughs) and it's like the the thing too is like you opening up and accepting more goodness and more love and more pleasure and more abundance Mm. you're not taking it from anyone else right I mean unless you're like breaking into someone's house and being like more 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 whatever but like that's that's scarcity in disguise exactly that's not but yeah like more money yes please you know Mm -hmm. yeah it's not like it's not it money is like a made-up concept you Mm -hmm allowing the flow of abundance into your life is not and this has been a big one for me to learn like it's not making poor people more poor right for me to allow abundance to flow into my life right it's not like you know and it's also it doesn't help them yeah for you to be for me to continue working at coffee bean yeah for minimum wage like Mm -hmm. that's not helpful to anybody yeah because you're like oh look at those people though but really you're kind of shout out to all you like anybody who is working at coffee bean for minimum wage like it's okay that is like a perfectly worthy job as well i just yeah i'm like man if i was a morning person barista seems like a really good job it was honestly really fun yeah (sighs) well but also I do have to say, I switched over to hostessing at a restaurant and it was less work for more money. Yeah, exactly. So that's what it is. Like, you don't have to work harder to make more money. Some of, like, the least wealthy people are working the hardest. Actually, I mean, like, I think that's kind of how it goes. Mm-hmm. It's about knowing that you're worthy of more. Like, just by being here. Like, the fact that you are embodied right now is an insanely beautiful miracle. Yeah. And you're so worthy. And it's your birthright. And you know what? Those, like, you know, people who you feel like, you know, there, yes, there are people in the world who are suffering. And there are people in the world who are in extreme poverty. And they are also worthy. Yes, exactly. And there is enough for them. This is too. for them. Like if you are one of those people listening, I'm I'm talking to you like even more than anybody else. Like and that's I think what the issue is really with that with the system. It's not about money. It's about um not giving people like the equity, the knowledge, you know? Well, there's the whole like teach a man to fish he'll eat for a day mm-hmm. or no, no no sorry yeah yeah the <laughs> you, know, opposite, yeah. Uh, you weren't even saying it right and i'm like yeah totally no 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 because no. you know the quote yeah, that's why exactly. if you give if you give a man a fish he will eat for a day 
if you teach a man to fish, he will eat for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, the concept of like, you know, just like charity or like, you know, giving like, like welfare and stuff like that. There is a place and a time for that. And it is, you know, it's, it's good that we have these resources and it's also like, yes and more please like there also is like okay and how do I because like like the pandemic relief was very helpful to me like we were right in absolutely. like such a bind you know and mm -hmm. that time really helped us yeah we've been on food stamps before and that really really helped us being new parents and and um Alex took like the paid leave and stuff and we were able to focus on what really mattered so like so grateful for that I love that. And also, I don't feel like I want, like, the government to feed me. I'm like, right. I want to learn how to cultivate, like, Well, I think in know, these systems, right, like, they have, like, Section 8 and stuff like that. I think it would be cool to, like, let's say, integrate, like, a a practice, like, a, an educational standard like you know yeah you can get this housing but three times a week you have to go to these classes on like manifestation and spirituality <laughs> and blah 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 and that would like really really help humanity honestly at the end of the day and like we'll even provide transport you know but just to really expand people's mind because what what they really need is expansion mm -hmm. and what they deserve it's their birthday it's everyone's yeah, I think it would have to be done in a very specific way because there is like separation of church and right. state, which could be like, you know, I, it would just have to be because the, you could also approach this whole thing from a very scientific, very practical way. Like Absolutely. You can literally like. Oh, we're going to teach you um, the quantum physics. Now, yeah, exactly. You know? Like it doesn't even need to be a spiritual thing, like because it's actually scientific and, and yeah. philosophical and psychological, but also like. You know, and I, oh, I almost just said like, but are they really going to do that? Because they're trying to keep everybody down. But also like, what if we just step into a reality where that is more yeah, the case? Yeah, how, how like, about we take on a mentality that isn't like, well, are they really going to do that? And we take on a mentality that is like, that's totally possible. I'm going to sit with that vision. I'm going to give that vision some power. Also, that's more like us and them. It's more us and them. Like, who who are they? Like, the government, the politicians, whatever. And, like, you know, that also, like, we're othering them. They're just people, too. Mm -hmm. And, like, yes, maybe there are, like, some people who have done things that were not good to get in positions of power. But, I mean, there's good and bad people in every class, in yeah. every race, in every religion, in every creed. Mm -hmm. Like, there are good and bad people like in the in the worst places of like worst groups of people you could find good people and in the best like most holy most amazing like you mm. know the in in the peace corps and like you know right whatever like right there's, right, right. there's in, gonna in, be good and yeah. bad people in every single like religion the holiest people like they're you know yeah, and i just want to say the more that you share your good it is amplified and it adds more of that energy into the world, literally into planet Earth, like this realm. So 
if you've got something good in your heart that is calling you, share it, you know, share it with a friend or family member, share it online. No one's going to, I mean, look, people are going to judge you whether you share yourself openly or not. Mm -hmm. And it, to me, I'm like, this is my, as far as I know, one and only time being Sarai being me right here right now in this life and like I want to be her I don't want to <laughs> give people this watered down version so that they like me more when really then the next guy doesn't like me for some other maybe they can catch an inauthentic vibe or something like that like I would rather be cringe in myself than be watered down and have like more people quote unquote approve of what I'm doing also, one person's cringe is another person's dope as fuck. Yeah, right, right. So it's like kind of like you're just you're just pedaling your wheels to what so that your own idea of what is acceptable is like how you're fitting into this mold. Yeah, like and it has to do a lot with like for for what I've been through and also I think for everyone an undoing of of these limiting beliefs about ourselves. Like I saw this thing that said it you can yeah, you can not share your honest truth with with your lover. And so you're putting a version of you, you're projecting a version of you that's not really you right here. Boom boom. I just hit my heart. It's not you. It's a projection of you. And so no matter how much they love that version of you that you've projected for them, you're never going to feel fulfilled. You're never going to feel like they actually love you because they aren't able to really experience you because you're not being honest. This goes beyond relationships with your lover. It goes into relationship with everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So show up and be authentic and, you know, be crazy and laugh and cry and roll down the grass hill and, you know, get grass cuts and be itchy and do it all. Just follow that, follow that call and that goodness and share it and amplify it because that is what the world needs. The world does not need more people yelling at each other to be good. <laughs> it just needs more people being good. And it also doesn't need more people being quietly afraid because they want everyone to think they're good like you know it doesn't or to think they're cool or to think they're mm, or virtue signaling you know, like I'm on the right side or whatever right or you know even just even just like you know wanting to be like perceived as like beautiful or mm. whatever like you know you go with your idea of beauty. You tune into what 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 looks beautiful to you. Mm. What feels like the right thing to do to you. Mm. Yeah. And you know what? It'll it it'll help other people to be able to do the same because I guarantee you there are people who share your values. Mm -hmm. And there are people who have the same idea of beauty as you, and they might not be in your immediate circle right now, but how are those people ever going to find that? How are they ever going to find that true you if you don't step into it and be it? Mm. 
It's so beautiful. It's a service to them and to the world for you to be you in whatever way that you are. Yeah, it's a service to others and it's a service to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, but like we're all each other and Mm -hmm. at the same time we're all separate, Mm -hmm. separately ourselves, but like we're all one. And um, one of those beautiful mm -hmm. paradoxes about, I mean, like it makes, it does, it makes perfect sense. And when you tap into that, when you are emanating that frequency of just living in your truth, you don't even need to try. You're going to emanate that frequency. And even if someone doesn't share the same values or want to be just like you, just you living in your truth is like, they're like, oh, wow, look at this person emanating truth and love and light and beauty Look mm-hmm. at them in whatever way that they are because everyone's different. Maybe one person's is painting. Maybe one person's is skinny dipping, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And and also, like, you don't need to go be, like, you don't need to do that on social media or whatever. Right. It's a great place to, if that, if that calls to you, if that feels good to you, you know, um, or you don't have to get up on a stage and shout it out to the world. Like if that's not your jam, like if you prefer small, intimate gatherings with your, you know, then that's, that's fine too. Like it's, it's really, it's more and more of just like leaning more into your you-ness, you know, is, is, is the you like, and it could change from moment to moment and day to day. Totally. Mm, I love this. I feel so, feel so good and so right. Yeah. And that, my friends, is one way to help cultivate joy. Being mm. yourself. Yeah. Being fully and wow. truly yourself because yeah. it just feels better. It does. It just feels better. Oh, how freeing. How freeing it feels. And then, oh, so I've been like, this is newer for me. Um, just this whole being myselfness all the time. Like, the more that you do it, the easier it gets to. Like, it might feel uncomfortable at first because you're so, like, not used to doing that. And so it feels vulnerable and scary. But the more you do it, the easier it becomes. And then, like, lately I've been having moments where I'm, like, surprised at an experience where I was just being myself and it turned out really just serendipitous and funny. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, you, and it makes you like love yourself, but in a way of where it's like an expansive love, you know, you're like, I love everything. I love the walls. I love life, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, it's very cool. So Yeah. I think that's this the biggest, I would say, like, quintessential part of cultivating lasting joy. And mm-hmm. so we started off this episode talking about that, and we were given the answer. And so now we all get to share the answer with our listeners. And, and I'm really grateful. I feel really grateful for this episode this week and for all of you guys and for you, my sister. Mm, same Z's. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love you, Sarai. And I love you, you know, lunar listeners and everybody who's out there. I really just, I do have love for all humanity, even people who are different, even people who have different opinions. And, you know, yeah, even if you have different opinions than me, you have a different background, whatever it is, like, I'm, I'm here and I'm open to being friends if you're here and you're open to being friends and receiving me as well. Mm. So <laughs> sending out that big amplification of love right now mm. for the highest good of every single life that this podcast touches creating ripples mm. of true lasting inner joy mm. all right you guys we'll talk to you next week bye-bye <laughs>